Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Sports with Sterling, I'm joined by Stephen and Benny as he is back from his hiatus, and we go over all the NFL Week 7 action. This is one of our best episodes yet. It's a long one. Bear with us. But we do the Benny's Baseball Corner, the segment taking over the entire country, and then we do a little bit about, uh, we do a little segment about uh, Tim Boyle the backup quarterback for the Packers. This podcast is becoming an investigative podcast. We're actually inviting Tim on the pod. Hopefully he joins. And then, of course, we do all of our Week 7 picks and our bets. Uh, we we really we really go in-depth on some of these picks. It's a fun podcast. It's a long one, like I said, but um, it's well worth it. So without further ado to make this longer, here is Stephen and Benny. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Benny. How are you guys doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good myself, Benny. You know, I love when you're prompt showing up on time. You're only 50 minutes late today to this podcast after skipping last week for a COVID party, but welcome back. I'm happy that you don't have any symptoms of COVID. Looks like you uh, you got lucky this weekend, but uh, please, please. There's always next week. Yeah, I quit. I'm done with this podcast. I'll see you guys later. Don't leave, Benny. Stay in here. Come on. Just Josh with you. Benny. Um, Anyways, welcome back, Benny. I hope uh, you get your computer working. You are using uh, a, a non, not your computer, but hey, yep. it's all good. We're here. Now, we're going to cut the shit real quick. We're going to let you do your thing. Take us around Benny's baseball corner. Cue the music. All right, people. Are you ready? Let's hear it. <laughs> Come on, Benny. Let's hear it. Give us a rundown. All right. So, I uh, don't got much, okay? Uh, hey, this is a, the two best teams, two, two best uh, uh, records in baseball. They proved it. Hey, maybe, maybe the shortened season actually helps get the two best teams into the World Series. Have we thought about that? MLB, shorten your season, maybe not to 60 games, but maybe like 140, all right? Teams are fresh. That's awesome. You don't got to play 162 games. Uh, my picks before, I changed it to the Rays, right? After they uh, beat the Yankees, I'm going to stick with it. Rays are going to Brandon, the Brandon, Brandon's the only person listening to this podcast. Let's 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 have him tell us who you picked when, when, when he listens to this part. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brandon will find it. Brandon will find it. No, but... Uh, <sighs> Dodgers fans, I'm sorry. I don't want to see the Dodgers win, even though they've they fell so many times on this stage. I want to see the small market team win. That's all I got. Randy Arozarena, that's a cool story. Also, Is his name Randy. Yeah, Randy Arozarena. Also, I, it was Todd. I mean, I believe how can you not root for the Rays? Well, I'll tell you this: I'm not rooting for the Rays. Uh, I don't like small market teams. Spend money. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna just point a couple holes in there. If the if the season ended after 60 games last year, the Nationals wouldn't have made the playoffs. They they won the World Series and they were. No, I'm not saying play 60 games. I'm saying, you know, play 140 play 140 over the same amount of time. You know, three months. I'm just kidding. three months. <laughs> no, get, I, I get I get, what get you're 20 saying. more off days for your players. You know, uh, I get what you're saying. They will not do it because baseball is greedy and they. They greedy for a good reason. They pay their players a lot, yeah. a lot of money. But uh, yeah, good analysis. What would you think about the last two games? 
Um, honestly, I turned on the first game. I didn't get to watch it all tonight. I turned on the first game, and it was a blowout. Um, but, I mean, I, I made this comment to my dad. I'm like, well, that doesn't matter at all because baseball is the only, only sport where you could get blown out one game and it not matter at all. You could still win a win two out of three in a series. They could also go back and forth blowing each other out each night, you know, and it wouldn't really – Makes no difference. Like like football, football for example, one team blows the other team out. You're like, oh, that team's way better. Uh, a team gets blown out in baseball. You're just like, oh, that guy got shelled. You know, it's all about pitching depth and and uh, lineup lineup depth. So, um, yeah. That's some real in depth analysis of the two games of the World Series so far. How many innings have you watched total? Six, three, three uh, five. <laughs> five of 18 we're shooting at about a 17 percent clip there but uh yep okay thank you benny that was benny's baseball corner i'd like to just say that the, the fans love it they missed that we didn't get your world series preview on uh on sunday night's pod it's uh what everybody wanted to see steven and i gave a little bit of a rundown of what we thought would happen i'm sure you listened to that do you know who steven and i picked no i don't but let me tell you yes, what yes i have a new plan <laughs> yes. yeah let's hear the plan I have a new plan, okay? I'm not I'm not going to watch baseball until the World Series every year. I thought that's what we all were doing already. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But <laughs> isn't that what everybody does with baseball? In the past, I mean, hey, when I was growing up, I used to watch baseball games all the time. You know, I always shit on people for talking about stuff they don't understand or don't know much about, but then I get on this podcast and start giving my analysis on baseball when I watch literally the first i watch opening day opening week i might turn it on when nothing else is on in the middle of summer literally i will watch i yeah. watch stocks i watch politics i watch everything else but if i'm bored of it or if i'm like not if, if i'm if i there's a good matchup on like like uh red Sox yankees i might turn it on and then i'll watch the alcs and the nlcs in the world series and then i talk about baseball like i actually watch the sport i should be ashamed i'm a hypocrite let's be real here but Listen, all I know is this. Kershaw, if he wins, get he won game one, pitched pretty good. He's going to pitch again game four. If this goes seven, he gets game seven. Does Kershaw get the the uh, the monkey off his back if he wins those three games, pitches like an ace? Or is it always on him? Absolutely the monkey's off his back. If the, yeah. Dodgers, if the Dodgers win, it, even if he doesn't pitch great, the monkey's off his back. Now, I'd agree if he pitches great, it's off, but he needs no, to. No, no, he could pitch great and they could lose and the monkey's not off his back. No, but the ring doesn't alleviate the hyper or the, uh, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? It's the, the stigma. The, no, the, the monkey on his back. It's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fake, it's a fake uh, metaphor. metaphor? Right? Yeah. It doesn't get rid of the metaphor if he pitches bad and they win. He, he has to pitch – if he pitches great and they lose, it also doesn't alleviate it. But if he pitches bad and they win, it doesn't either. He needs to pitch good and they win. And no, still – and still, Yeah, he's got – I mean, he's got – I was arguing your point. He starts game four. He gives up five runs and they win the game. Nobody's going to be like, Kershaw was on fire tonight. He doesn't choke in the playoffs. <laughs> well, that's yeah. he's done good. Okay, we have, we have probably over, um, over-talked baseball at this point. Any last words, Benny? Go Rays. Go Rays. Okay. Well, I am rooting for the Dodgers. I put money on them. So, that being said, you, who, who do you have? Hey, okay. What, last thing. Oh, God. What's up now? <laughs> the uh, I've seen some Cody Bellinger memes that are pretty funny. 
He looks like a total space cadet with that long hair. I'm pretty sure they have uh, grooming standards in the in, in NASA. <laughs> Am I wrong? I think you. Maybe they have to have short hair. I'm pretty sure they have to have short hair. Space cadet. What about what about when they let a chimpanzee up there? Well, what did they do? shave him. They don't shave them, but they already have naturally short hair, and I don't think that happens in real life. Have we sh- have we sent a chimpanzee to the to the space to space? I think that's just like an accomplishment. Did. Spa- in- did they? Yeah, then like the. It's been used by comedians for decades. Yeah, I think usually when when a bit like that happens, it like actually happened, and then they just like. No, I'm serious. I I think there's been a chimpanzee in uh in space. I want to say the Russians have done it. Well, Stephen that, that said like that he thinks it's happened, but the question is, has it happened since? What you asked, what about when they ch- send chimpanzees into space? <laughs> made it seem like it was a common practice. <laughs> Every week time. they're sending up a monkey. <laughs> yeah, you think it's like a Thursday? Thursday no, 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 no. I, I, I know. No, now, see, now you're putting words into my mouth. Now, now you're assuming <laughs> something, okay? I don't think they commonly send chimpanzees to space. How often do you think it happens? You think they just do it every so often? No, I, I, I honestly, it's probably happened once. Well, okay, if it happened once, I'm sure there's one person with long hair that's gone to space. And I, I mean, I don't think they, they make, uh, I, I don't think that they make everybody shave all their hair off. There's exactly. been women astronauts, for example. I don't think they go bald, but I'm just saying, I don't think Cody Bellinger looks like a space cadet. If you're inferring that he looks like he's stoned, you should just say it. You should just say it, okay? He might be smoking a little of that law. That's what you know? I'm inferring, yeah. Oh, well. Now we just went into a little uh, a little uh, montage about uh, chimpanzees going to the, going he's, to space. Yeah, he looks like a total uh, looks like a total uh, you know. You know he's younger beach, than all of us. A beach. You know he's younger than all of us. Typical L.A. you know, California bro. Actually, you know? he's not younger than us. He's older than us. Old fart Cody. He's Bellard. probably twenty five. Yeah, he's twenty five. July thirteenth, nineteen ninety. I'm twenty five. When were you born? What day? October eleventh. Ooh, four months. Four, four months. You know what's there. crazy? That's that's so still so young in baseball. Nah, I don't know. Not anymore. It's it so young. If you're not to the so big young. leagues by the age of nineteen, new career. That's all I'm saying. A Rod was there. King Griffey <laughs> was there. Barry Bonds was there. All my goats were there. Okay. Uh, anybody that was in, I see 27 year old rookies, and I'm like, they're never gonna get the home run. All I care about in baseball, Benny, is the home run. Okay, that's all I care about. The, Who has the, the most number? Home? The the record. That's it. you're saying. That's the only well, number that matters in baseball. Who has the home run record? Or if you're getting close to it, like I I respect Pujols. I still think Pujols is the best player in baseball because he has the most home runs active. Yeah, I got a question. Got a question. Yeah. Um. So say there's one a guy comes into the league, uh, flash in the pan. He he sets the single season home run record. Oh, he's got my respect. Is he in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And that's you his play one season. one season. Wait, are you yeah. are you saying this guy played one season and tragically dies, or one season no. and I want to do something different with my life? I don't like baseball. No, no, no. He he. Say that, he Chris Davis. He, he's like Chris Davis uh, for the Orioles. He had a really good year where he hit a bunch of home runs, and then the rest of the years of his career have been dog shit, right? No, well that's different. You okay? There's a difference between what you're saying, Chris Davis. I think he had like 48 home runs or maybe 50 to then if you're hitting 74. Okay. That's, that's 25 or 20, you know, 24 more home runs. And also 
Chris Davis was never good. He just, he had 200 and hit 50 home runs. You can't just do that. I, all I care about is the home run number, but if you're hitting a magnitude of home runs, you're also getting a great on base percentage and a, and a pretty good average, right? Uh, Barry Bonds had a 600 on base percentage one year and he wasn't a single hitter. And Chris Davis, if you look up his stats, I'm not going to pull him up. And we've talked way too much about baseball. I'm sorry to our five fans that listen to this every time that says, I hate b- baseball outside of Benny's baseball corner. And that, that segment ended about five or 10 minutes ago. Uh, maybe not 10 minutes ago, maybe like three minutes ago. I can't tell time. But if you hit 74 home runs, you play one year and you say, I don't like baseball, you're in the Hall of Fame because I agree with you on a lot of things. You hit a whole bunch of home runs. You don't like baseball. I don't like baseball. And then you said, I want to do something else with my life. And if you hit 74 home runs, you can do something else in your life pretty successfully. Yeah. So that breaks it down for me. You you set the single season home run record. You're a Hall of Famer. You can play one year, two years, any amount. Okay. If Chris Davis, if Chris Davis waltzes into baseball next year, he it's 180, but he has 75 home runs. Welcome to the Hall of Fame, Chris. You're in. Okay. Now, is that it for baseball? I hope so. I hope yeah. so too. Benny's baseball corner will be back next week. But let's talk about what the people want. Week seven, NFL. Woo! Here we go. I finished the week eight and six Benny finished the week nine and five Steve the victor 10 and four to put our records into context now going into week seven we're almost halfway through the season uh I am 55 and 35 and one Benny is 61 29 and one so a six game lead and Steve is 39 22 and one and I don't know what that equates to win percentage wise I know you're probably better than me I don't think you're quite – you're not close to Benny, really. Hey, I, I um, want to say just for the last two weeks, I've, I've, I've had the best record. You have. That is true. Now, here's what we're going to do. I didn't know we were going to talk so much about baseball. Um, so we're going to do this next segment real quick before we pick the games. I wrote this at the top. Benny, you did not listen to Sunday's episode, I assume, correct? No, sir. Okay. Well, I went on a Perfect. bit of a – a bit of a anecdote about Tim Boyle, the green Bay Packers backup quarterback. And I just wanted to say this real quick. This podcast should not be a sports podcast anymore. It should be an investigative podcast. Tim Boyle is the worst mystery. Yeah. He is the worst quarterback of all time to be on an NFL roster. And he's been on it for three years and nobody knows this. I thought it was a mystery. He played national TV though. This last time people should be questioning this. I'm going to read these to you, Benny. I want your reaction. You tell me. Tim Boyle's college stats. Okay. College stats. He played three years at UConn and then he transferred to Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky. He threw his career yards, his career or his career completion percentage yards, TDs, picks. Yards, 3,371 in four years. Completion percentage, 55.5. Touchdowns, 12. Interceptions, 26. What? And then, and then you say, then you might say, oh, this might, might be able to run a lot, right? He might have great legs. He has 68 carries for minus 162 yards. So, dude. And this guy has been on the Green Bay active roster since 2018. He was undrafted. He beat out Deshaun Kaiser the preseason. But how was he in the NFL? Dude, and what? I, yeah, nobody. I, 
this is insane, isn't it? That's it's not, crazy. He didn't, he didn't play in the SEC or the, or the Big Ten. He played at UConn, and then he transferred to Eastern Kentucky. And Eastern Kentucky was the year he started the entire season. So the other seasons, he didn't start the full What season. were his stats from that that season? At Eastern, Eastern Kentucky, Kentucky. His, his final season in college? Yeah. Uh, 61%, 2,100 yards, 11 touchdowns, 13 picks. Oh, he still went more picks than touchdowns. Here's the thing, dude. Sterling, let me put this in context for you. Eastern yes. Kentucky, that's the OVC. That's that's the uh, the conference that my uh, my school, Tennessee Tech, is in, right? Yep. Also, that there has been good players that have came out of that conference, especially quarterbacks, uh, Tony Romo and Jimmy Garoppolo. But you could probably look up their stats, and they're probably amazing, right? Yeah. So Eastern Kentucky, in the in the 2018 season, went. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, and one, two, three, seven, and four. Uh, RIP to you, my friend. They beat Tennessee Tech 37 to six. Uh, big, big crowd there, 4,500 people there at the, at the Cookville Stadium hey, at night at Tucker you, Stadium. Oh, uh, you're probably looking at it right now. Can you name uh, the mascot for Eastern Kentucky? Is it a pirate? The Colonels. Yes, they're the Colonels. Certainly, certainly looking guessing. at it. Colonels shouldn't be spelled guessing. that way either, by the way. Realistic. Yeah, it shouldn't be spelled I was just, I was just guessing, Benny. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that that's Eastern Carolina though. ECU Pirates. Okay, maybe I was thinking of a different school. Okay, your you team Tennessee Tech won one in your, your school's purple, right? Wait a second. Yeah. I got the wrong season. It was twenty seventeen, is what I was thinking of. I'm pretty sure they yeah. went three and seven in twenty seventeen, oh, Eastern Kentucky. No way. So they you put did. Uh, they did beat Tennessee Tech in a barn burner 24-21 in Roy Kidd Stadium. Okay, I got a question. You need to look up who this guy's dad or grandpa is. He and has boy. to be connected, right? We should, we, we, should, we should bring this back next week, and we'll do a We're going to bring this back Sunday night, okay? Yes, How about that? Yes. Tim Boyle Part 3 will be re- reconvened on Sunday night because this, is, this has to be figured out. Dude, I got a chance at the NFL, honestly. I said this all the time. This is not an NFL. And look at his high school stats. He wasn't recruited that well. He wasn't good in high school. He went to UConn and he didn't start there that much. For he like was a backup for most of his time there. How is he an NFL quarterback? I don't. Know. I don't get it. It's insane. So we'll be back with more Tim Boyle on Sunday night. Uh, that's a little segue into into. Uh, better check back in every every Sunday night. You know, our podcasts tonight are the ones that everybody listens to. These get consistently good good listen listenership, viewership. The Sunday night ones, people don't give a fuck about our analysis after the game. They want to hear us get picked wrong. <laughs> they want our picks. Bets. They want to hear us lose bets. So yeah. uh, uh, Tim Boyle should get everybody's ears perked up because this needs to be – I'm going to try to get him on the pod. I think he's a gettable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've slandered the shit Here. out of him. But, but we might as, to- a, as a producer, I'll, I'll see if I can get Tim Boyle on the pod. Get him on the pod. I think we can get Tim Boyle on the pod. I don't think many people are asking for him. Yeah, we should. Let, let's get him. Let's get Tim Boyle on the pod. If he's we'll ask him about we'll ask him about his matchup with Tennessee Tech, the barn burner. That we'll ask him about his matchup with Tennessee Tech, and then we'll ask him how he's prepping for Houston. Actually, they already have played Houston. We'll ask him how he preps behind Aaron Rodgers because remember, Jordan loves uh, inactive, so he's he's the guy. If Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, he's coming in. So. Wow. I'll see how it's gonna be the reverse uh Pat McAfee show. He gets Aaron Rodgers on, we get Tim Boyle on every week. Yeah, get Tim Boyle on every week. And by the way, another funny thing is there has to be the comparisons. 
Nathan Peterman sucks, but look up Nathan Peterman's college chat stats. They're not, they're not yeah. too bad. I bet. I, I don't know. Hey. I'm going to look them up right now, actually. And then we're going to do our game. Pick. No, no, let's get to our pick. Do you think no, Aaron Rodgers knew Tim, Tim's name before he even went in the game? You know what? Nathan Peterman's not, not Nathan Peterman. He didn't start his first year as a Tennessee transferred to Pittsburgh. Uh, 61%, 2,200 yards, 20 touchdowns, eight picks. His senior year, uh, 60%, 2,800 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven picks. Neither Peterman was a respectable, uh, respectable, and he also was drafted in the fifth round. So he's not, he's not as, he's just terrible in the pros. Yeah. God, he's terrible. Okay. Tim Boyle's worse though. But Tim, come on the pod. Get him, Steve. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. I said we're going to take a break later, but let's just do it now. We're going to separate it into two segments. This is our break. We're going to come back. We're going to predict all of week seven and make our bets. Be right back. Uh, just, just enjoying the Coors Light here as we take our first break. <sighs> Why is this so good? Coors Light, come on. Help me out. Sponsor the pod. How about that? Back to the show. Go. Okay. We are back, and before we start, I just want to play this little quick interview of Tim Boyle on uh, on what the Packers drafting Jordan Love does to his mindset. <laughs> I understand that, um, and I'll give you guys the same answer I've been giving you guys for two years. It's not going to change my approach. Um, I'm going to do what I can do to help the team and get myself ready to be the best player I can be and for the team. Um, but drafting a quarterback in the first round, if anything, just gave me some extra motivation this offseason to get my mind right, get my body right and uh, come into training camp and attack it. I'm going to give a little hot take. Steve, get him on the pod. Uh, my little hot take right here, Tim Boyle is going to be the one to take Aaron Rodgers' job. How about that? No oh, way. That is... Get him okay. on. Love it. Love that. Okay, week seven. Uh, I gave the records be- in the last segment before the Tim Boyle uh, segue, and we're just going to get right into picking. Okay, Thursday night, tomorrow night, Giants at Eagles, Eagles four and a half point favorite over under 44. I got the Eagles, not because I think they're good, but because I think the Giants are terrible. I'm rooting for a tie. Benny, who you got? Uh, Eagles. Any reason? I, this is when you're supposed to. Yeah, start. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they, they played the Ravens close last week. Um, I mean, it sucks that Miles Sanders uh, went down. That, that definitely doesn't help them, but – I mean, I haven't been a believer in the Giants all year. I, I didn't think they'd win last week. Surprise. But uh, still, I'm not, I I'll am not. i probably bet against the Giants every week this year. Um, and I think that the Eagles ha- obviously have higher potential um, of sinking into the playoffs. So, I mean, hey, this is a, the thick of the race right here uh, in the NFC East. So, basically. They're still in it. Both teams are still in it with one win. Yeah. No, I didn't. Must win for both teams. The Giants at one and five are still in the race. So uh, one game back. You got the Eagles, uh, Steve. Yeah. Who you got? Yeah, I don't think the Giants are as bad as everyone thinks they. Are. I mean, they're still a terrible team, but I think they're at the same level as the Eagles. But I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Okay, thank you for giving that uh, that opinion and then not picking them. When you talk them up a little bit and then say, nah, I'm not picking them. I'm going to say this. The Eagles are probably going to be in one of my parlay money line parlays this week. I'm pretty, you, you add them in and the odds go way up to what we're going to discuss later. Okay. Browns at Bengals, the battle of Ohio. The Browns are three point favorites going into, uh, going into Cincy 51 and a half over under the Browns who I, uh, really, 
idiotically picked last week to win to beat the uh, to beat the Steelers, as did Benny. Uh, okay. Looked terrible, and Baker went back to what we saw last season, which was a very bad quarterback who couldn't hit open guys, and he was injured. I will I will give him the benefit of the doubt. I think that the Browns are a good teams like an actual good team i'm not i'm not just being an idiot here uh they're four and two their two losses are big blowouts against the two better teams in the division but i have the browns winning this game i'm not going to bet this game because i don't know how healthy baker is and if he's uh if he's hurt at all then joey smokes can get this one so i got the browns soft browns i got the soft browns okay (laughs) you got you got some soft browns huh Mm-hmm. little runs yeah. runs well, you got the runs yeah um man uh what did baker hurt by the way his rib cage his feelings his feelings were also probably hurt too yeah his feelings probably hurt anyways um good joke so I, I have to pick the browns just because if i'm stefanski hey i'm running the ball 70 percent of my snaps this week you know what? And they should be able to run all over the Bengals. Uh, I would much rather have jo- uh, Joe Burrow than Baker Mayfield. I've, I've said this every time about Baker. Everything just looks hard for him. And I don't I don't believe I, – I just don't believe all his, like, uh, theatrics, you know? Yeah, I, just, I don't think anybody does. Yeah, I think it's 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 just I, – I don't I, – I liked him in Oklahoma, but I've hated him since he's been in the NFL, honestly. That's um, odd. If you, if you liked him, then I don't know how you can hate him now. Uh, he's super cocky. Yeah, it's just, I mean, like, here's the thing in college, that's kind of cool to be like that. But then when you get to the, the NFL, be a pro, you know, be a professional. Don't be a, don't be an idiot, you know, anyways, but no, give me, give me the Browns just because, uh, they're, I think as a whole, their team is better, um, than the Bengals. Although the Bengals, um, was it the Colts they played last week? They should have won last week. I picked them. You two laughed at me. I almost put money on them. Uh, they should have won that game. That was a, that, I will tell you this. I'll pick against the Colts every week, too, from now on. The Colts are not a good team. They're not. Yep. They've been fooled. Uh, I agree with that. And, okay, so you got the Browns. Steve, yep. who do you got? Uh, I got the Browns. I'll make that for one sweet. Yeah, I think the Browns are going to bounce back pretty well. Okay, Cowboys of Washington. Uh, remember, this is the Washington football team. I had to remove uh, a couple of R words in the in the last uh, picks podcast, so let's uh, let's make my job easy here. Uh, I, got, I got the Cowboys. They're plus one favorites on the road. The Cowboys looked abysmal against Arizona. I mean, like actually terrible. Uh, Andy Dalton. It, you know, I truly think that what prevented Jerry Jones from giving Dak the contract was bringing Dalton in and saying, "If you go down, we're gonna be fine." Because I think Jerry Jones and I, I've heard this in other podcasts and stuff, but it's kind of like Bill Polian when Bill Polian said Lamar Jackson couldn't play quarterback in the NFL. I think these old people these older guys really think the NFL quarterback position is still a statuesque person. And it's just not, it's not that anymore. And we're going to look back on in 30 years and say, how did Eli Manning find any success in the NFL without being able to move his feet? Uh, And I think Jerry Jones, when he got Dalton was like, if Dak gets hurt, Dalton's going to come in and be the same guy. And a lot of cow, not Cowboys fans, but a lot of people on ESPN and and stuff were saying the same thing. They were spewing the same bullshit that uh, Andy Dalton's uh, going to be going to be pretty good. Like he's not, they're not going to really miss a beat. It's stupid. They're wrong. And 
hopefully after that game, Jerry's saying, I'm dumb and I'm going to go pay Dak Prescott a lot of money because they're not going to win many games this year. With that being said, they're going to they're going to beat Washington because Washington's in a worse position than they are at the quarterback position. They're choosing between Kyle Allen, who is not better than Andy Dalton, and Alex Smith, who with two workable legs is better than Andy Dalton. But when he walks with the limp, he's not. So I got the Cowboys winning this game. Ezekiel Elliott is having one of the most atrocious seasons a running back can have. And uh, he should not have played anymore in that game last week or on Monday after, after uh, the two fumbles, he should have been benched permanently for the rest of the game. And they brought him back in. Uh, I understand partially, but McCarthy has been just as bad as Jason Garrett, which has been the surprise of the season for me. I thought the Cowboys were going to be a Super Bowl contender and they've just done the same stuff they've done literally the last five or six years. And it's uh, it makes no sense. But I do think the Cowboys win this game. All that being said, and they're going to take a commanding lead in first place. How about that, Vinny? Yeah. Um. Wow. The Cowboys. Uh. I, I don't think. I don't think we've seen the worst game from them. We will see this year. Oh, but yeah. I. I because 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 Andy Dalton could throw four picks. You know. That's that's not out of the equation. But I think that one thing that we're slightly overlooking is that um i mean yeah andy dalton has been a star starter in the league for a long time it's a new offense for him i, I think that you know it will get better on a consistent basis as what it was the other night um but they're i, I won't bet a cowboys game at all because i think they're like the most vol- volatile team in the league you know um because I mean, they're probably going to win that division with a losing record. But they're probably going to upset some good teams along the way, and they're going to lose some games that they should win. But uh, with all that being said, I'm going to pick the Cowboys. If Dwayne Haskins uh, had been the starter all along for Washington, I think that I'd be more inclined to pick them. But yeah, I, I'm also confused by that. So Yeah, these teams are not going anywhere. I would say this before, Steven, you make your pick. With Dak Prescott, I think they could beat any team in the NFL, but also be beaten by any team in the NFL with how their defense plays. With Andy Dalton, I think there's a cap of the level of team that they can beat. And the cap of level team they can beat is probably, uh, I'm not going to rate all 31 teams against them, but I'd say a team like the Chargers. So draw the line wherever you want. But after you get past the Chargers, I don't think they can beat those types of teams. And the Chargers are not a great team, by the way. So uh, take it as you will. Steven? You're picking the Cowboys, or are you going for the upset? Giving the Washington the, the, uh, the lead in the division if they win. I was going to do a upset alert, but then I thought about it, and I said that's a bad decision. Caught you out of it with all the things about Andy Dalton that I said? No, I wasn't listening whatsoever. I just came to my own conclusion. They lost that game by 28 points or something, and, and Kyler Murray completed nine passes. You know so. what? I – I'm picking the Cowboys, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if they were blown out by the red, by the red fins. Oh, that was close. Said it. I, I, that's a half fine. That's a half. No. Fine. That's a half fine. That's a half fine. Ah, and you can't say you wouldn't be surprised. Red blown out. Do you really? Do you really? I'm think gonna say that after every game. Do you really think every Washington game. blow I them be surprised. out? Yeah, you cannot be surprised if something happens. Take them, the Cowboys. Okay. Them, we're moving on. We're going Lions and Falcons. Falcons two-point favorite they get they alleviated themselves of dan quinn and look what happened the offense wow. looked good the defense looked actually pretty good too 
the Vikings are the best one, one in five team of all time. And uh, it's, it's crazy that they're one in five. I don't know. But, the Texans are one in five. Oh my God. They're not a good one in five team. I don't know why I even said, Oh my God, they suck. They got yeah. Bill O'Brien destroyed that team. He did. He's, he was paid by somebody to do that. I'm sure he was paid by his own, the own owner <laughs> to destroy the team. Uh, Lions and Falcons, Falcons, two point favorite, 56 and a half spur, or over under. I don't really have much analysis on this game. I think the Falcons win. I think Matt Patricia should be fired after this game. He should have been fired last after two weeks ago game before their bye week, but uh, they decided to retain him. And I do not think that was a good decision. This is not going to be, this might be a really high scoring game. 56 and a half is the highest over under. I think it goes over that to be honest. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to touch this game sidewise, but I think the Falcons win. And if I bet anything, I bet the over, or I tease it down 10 and get it at 46 and a half. And that seems like a sure thing. Benny. Yeah. That, that, uh, teasing that, uh, over under definitely seems like, uh, taking the over. That'd be smart. I, I looked at like, uh, when I was thinking about this, I'm not, I did, decided not to bet this game just because, you know, I'd kick myself if I, uh, lost any money off of this garbage matchup. But, um, these, both these teams have been giving up like, high 20s and 30 points all, all season pretty much and uh sometimes they've been competitive scoring a lot of points but uh i actually think the lions are going to win this game um okay would you be surprised if the falcons blew them out <laughs> i would i would be surprised if the falcons blew them out actually because i think that detroit is a little better than we gave them credit um the the Falcons, you know, they have some momentum. They probably believe in themselves a little bit, but uh, they have a great offense. But I don't trust their defense at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lions are sneaky to me. I think they're gonna win. Cool. First disagreement by any of us today. Congrats, Benny, going out on a whim there, taking a risk. Love it, yeah. Stephen. Who you got? Uh, yeah, I was actually gonna make that my my disagreement pick, but. Now that Benny picked it, I'm not too confident. I'm picking the Falcons. <laughs> I love it too. Okay, that's it. Honestly, I think that game might be the most entertaining game of the weekend. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll BS aside of making fun of the teams. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, and it's, it's going to be entertaining. So it'll be, it'll be on my, uh, it'll be on red zone a lot. Uh, okay. The numbers Cash. show, Stephen, that you just picked the wrong side of the pick. I will say that. Yeah, yeah, that's I, true. I, I probably have the. I don't know. I'm not okay. you had your chance. Agree with Sterling or agree with me, and you picked the wrong side. Well, I don't we, know what devil I want to pick. We picked the favorite. You picked the underdog. Uh, favorites win. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do something pretty surprising here, though. I think to both of you, Panthers at Saints. Saints are seven and a half point favorites. Fifty-one over under. I'm picking the Panthers. I think the Panthers are actually a good football team. They lost last week to the Bears. They didn't look that good. But this is a team that bounces back. I, I've said this every single podcast after like the third week of the season. I really like their head coach. I think Bridgewater is is looking for revenge on the Saints because guess what? When Drew Brees got hurt, Teddy Bridgewater was a better quarterback than he was. And they benched him for Brees. We see what happened there. They lost the lost the Kirk Cousins led Vikings in the in the wild card round. Teddy uh, Teddy two gloves, Theodore dual gloves thought probably thinks you know if i was in there we would have uh we would have got one of them rings on our fingers so i'm going panthers here in the in the upset am i betting this no am i confident in this pick no but here's the thing 
as Benny always says, that's your that's your segue to every point you make, Benny. Here's the thing, I love it. Uh, we we talk so much that I hear it so much. Uh, I I think that the Saints should have lost a lot more games than they have so far. What are, they've only lost two games, right? They could have lost. They could have easily have four losses right now. They don't look good at all, and I don't know what answer they'll have for Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore in the secondary. Mike Davis is is looking as good as McCaffrey looked. Not quite. He doesn't get as many fantasy points, but he looks like a startable running back. And if you look at the Saints defense, the secondary is just trash. And they can cover. They commit a ton of penalties. And I think they're going to have a problem with with Moore and with Anderson. And I think the Panthers win this game. It's going to be a close game, so I'm probably going to be wrong. But if anything, I would bet the Panthers plus seven and a half because I do not think the Saints win a game against a team like this by, by more than a touchdown. Okay. Interesting. Good, good analysis. Um, I, you know, somewhat agree with some of those points. Uh, I don't think that the Saints, the Saints have looked great. Um, I don't think the Panthers are a bad team by any means. I'm not as high uh, on them as you are, like because I mean, for example, I picked the, the bears to beat them last week. Um, and um, so it makes it hard for me to pick against the Saints in this situation because it's kind of like, uh, you know, they hold the throne in that division and until they are dethroned, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick them. I'm going to go with them because they have the, they have the consistency, even though Drew Brees hasn't looked great. They have Sean Payton, they have Drew Brees, uh, Alvin Kamara is healthy. They're getting Michael Thomas back. Uh, so we'll see how that helps them. So I'm going to pick the Saints. Um, and another side note that's totally, not totally off topic, but we just talked about the Cowboys and now we're talking about the Saints. I think that one guy I would I would love to see be the quarterback for the Cowboys right now is Jameis Winston. I w- that oh, yeah. would be must-see TV. If, if Jameis Winston was a QB of the Cowboys, with those three receivers uh, and just the unpredictability of four touchdowns, four picks in the same game, possibly. Winston should be a starter. In the yeah, NFL. he should. I would much rather have James Winston than Andy Dalton. He threw for 5,000 yards last year. And uh, he, I mean, he made some terrible mistakes and I understand that, but uh, to not derail the conversation of the games too much, he should definitely be a starter. I'd have, him, I would rather have him than uh, probably about 15 other quarterbacks legitimately. Anyone on the Washington football team. He's, I mean, them, the Giants. I'd probably take him over Wince with how Wince has played this season. I'd take him over Goff without Goff's played this season. I'd take him oh. over uh, a ton of people. I mean, what about Baker? Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Not even close. Uh, by the way, was Jameis 1 uh, 1? Uh, was he was he number one overall? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was it's him back. and then Mariota. Okay. Yeah. And Mariota. Back yeah. in 2014 or whatever. Uh, okay. You yeah, got 14. the Saints this year. And who do you have, Steve? Uh, I think I've picked the Panthers a lot, and it's it's been good to me. Um, so I think I think I'm gonna pick them. I'm gonna pick them this time. You're I already, I already had them picked. Yeah, yeah. This not not upset of the week because I don't think I think they're a little more evenly matched than people are giving credit for. But yeah, anyway, that's seven and a half point line is wild. That line is so is bad. Like that's yeah, that a is, bad that, line. That's a line worth worth betting, even if you don't think the uh, Panthers are gonna. You know, if you're not confident, 
it's it's good enough odds, right? You get a t- you get seven and a half. That's that's a lot. That's they can be down. Yeah, they, for example, they can be down. They can I, be I bet that right now. 13 at the end of the game. They get a garbage time touchdown. They cover. It's like yeah, they're not that they're not, close, they're but they still bad. cover the spread. Okay. Next game, we're not going to really pick this game. We're all picking the Bills. Okay. If you pick the Jets, whoa, you're whoa, whoa, not so fast. Will the Bills cover 13 and a half? Yes or no? That's all I, I want. One word, one word answer from you. I'm saying yes. Absolutely. Uh, tone it down to 11 and a half. And you got, you got that's not a one there. word answer. Moving on. Uh, Packers at Texans. <laughs> you had one word, Steven. I you said give me one Steve. word. Yes or no? No? Yes. Okay. Yes? Yes? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. We all think they're going to cover this. 13 and a half is wild. And, uh, especially to the Bills. But we'll, another question before we move on. Adam Gase, is he coaching the rest of the season? Yes or no? I think yes. Yes. One word answer, Benny. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say hopefully. I was going to say hopefully not, but that's two words. Okay, I think he should because they want to get Trevor Lawrence. But that's uh, that. We yeah, well, so I, I brought I brought that up to you, right? You maybe could have said they, shouldn't. Maybe they, they gonna, just let him. They let him run them into the ground. Yes, but here's the um, alternative. Right here, is they lose every game. They get Trevor Lawrence. They actually have not a terrible roster. They have a ton of money in free agency. Uh, if Trevor Lawrence <laughs> decides to go. Honestly, if they go on 16, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I go back to college probably, or I, I, you know, I force, I force my way out of that team. Uh, I mean, they can, th- th- here's the thing they could do. The jets can fire Adam Gase. They can offer Debo Sweeney a shitload of money or Dabo. I said Debo Dabo Sweeney, yeah. a shitload of money. And, uh, and he'd take that job. Yeah, no, they, that's what I was saying. That's what I was advocating for is he should not be a, he's not a, he's not a, uh, NFL coach though. I no, think no. he's stuck in the NFL. The way he his coaching philosophy, he's such an ass. Uh, I don't think players actually would buy into that when they're making millions of dollars. So yeah. uh, hopefully they don't do that. If they do do that, I think that'll be a mistake. But we should not talk about this game any longer because we've already talked too much about baseball. And I don't want to spend 10 minutes on Adam Gase because everybody knows he's terrible. He's probably going to coach the rest of the season. And I hope he doesn't for the Jets players' sake because it, it's probably miserable being on that team. Okay. Packers at Texans. This is a interesting game. The Packers, I don't I I do not know if I said this on the podcast last week, but if I didn't or even if I did, I'm going to reiterate it. The Packers heading into that Bucks game were literally the greatest offense in NFL history. They were averaging 3 points per drive on all their drives, all their offensive drives. Uh, the next closest to that was a 2007 Patriots who averaged about two and a half points per drive. Now, yes, they only had four games, so that probably would have, you know, got g- gone down throughout the season, or else we would have seen a very, very historic offense. But they looked bad last week. This was the fir- this was the worst game I think I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers play in my life against that Bucks team, and I didn't expect that. I expected more of a shootout, uh, realistically, but. I think that Bucks defense is legit, especially when they're not committing turnovers. So it wasn't to be expected, but I, 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 I understood what ha- I, I believe what happened. Like I, it makes sense. I'm thinking the Packers here. I think them only being a three and a half point favorite against the one and five Texans is a pretty easy bet because I do 
think that the Packers we saw over the first four games that they played is more of the version of the Packers that we're going to see going forward compared to that game against the Bucks. I this 56 over under is 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 the second highest after the Lions Falcons. And if that number gets approached, I think it's if it's in a Packers blowout. I'm saying like a a, a 38 20 or 38 31 something like that, that'll easily eclipse it. But a 38-28, that'll eclipse it, something like that. I don't see the the Texans playing this game close. They're a really bad team. Huh. Uh, so I got the Packers winning. And I'll probably I'll probably tease, I'll probably parlay the Packers uh, plus, or plus three and a half and the over is one of the bets I'm, I'm looking at. Yeah. Um, I definitely have the Packers in this game. Huge uh, bounce back. Uh, opportunity. Can Boyle get in the game? Let's hope not. Get him on the pod, Steve. Okay, sorry. Actually, if he, let's hope. If he plays. No, he won't. He won't touch the field. Um, but I think the Texans, um, I think they're actually, just with that offense, uh, they're a lot more dangerous team than you give them credit for, for because just having Deshaun Watson and I think that uh, – now that Bill O'Brien's out of there, I'm not sure who their offensive coordinator is, but I'm sure there's just there's more um, freedom for Deshaun Deshaun Watson to, you know, kind of do his thing. But especially with Romeo Cornell, I believe he's a, a defensive-minded coach. Yep, um, he is. Yeah, so I think the Texans, it potentially. Um, dangerous team going forward now that Bill O'Brien's gone, but Packers, uh, I, I still think they're really good this year. I know they looked bad against the Buccaneers, but I think that's more so a, um, you know. It's a one-off. Uh, Steve, yeah. who do you got? Uh, Packers. Packers? Okay. What'd you say? I, I wasn't done with my thought. <laughs> Finish that's your thought, Benny. That's, that's more so, uh, you know, Proof that the Bucks are just a great team rather than the Packers being bad or being phonies. I'll say this about the Bucks before we talk about them later. I think that they're the best team in the NFC and it's not close. If they if they do not commit mental penalties, they are going to be a very hard team to beat because that defense is for real and those weapons on the offense are for real. And you can make arguments about the Seahawks, about other teams. Uh, I don't think that those teams are going to beat the Bucks If that defense doesn't make mental mistakes, which is asking a lot out of a Bruce Arians-led team. But we are going to discuss that later. Um, we all have the Packers. Yep. And I agree with you, Benny. I do not think that that is going to be a um, a guide to the rest of the season. Okay. I said we were going to go all the way through, but let's take a quick break because I feel like people people want a mental mental relax after we just picked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, seven games of hot takes. God, we got one. Hey, what two, what three, do people four, do five, during six. the breaks? Do you think? Probably. Well, there's Sip no on one of these on bad the boys. What am I holding up into the camera right now? Sip on one of these bad boys. Hey, listeners, listeners, I know it goes right into the next segment, but hey, don't be afraid to hit pause, you know, and enjoy Coors Light. Okay. Let's do our break here so I don't have to break it. Okay. That's actually a good break. Benny, thank you very much for that. Enjoy a nice Coors Light, a 15 ounce or one of them twist offs. I'm going to enjoy mine right now while we segue into the next segment. Unless you're driving. Don't do it if you're driving. Please drink responsibly. Benny. It's better even when you're driving. Whoa, Steve. Whoa, Steven. 
Shame. That's a fine. Yeah, that's a fine for sure. Hey, both owe five bucks today. Okay. We are back from, from our imaginary break. We have seven more games to pick and then some bets. And about two games into this, I'm going to run out, grab another beer while Benny is giving his analysis of the Seahawks Cardinals game. Okay. I'm burping a lot because I just chugged like 14 ounces of, of beer. Okay. Whoa, now whoa, I'm good. Whoa. I want a real break. I, I need another beer. Well, you can run out and get a beer now while I do Steelers Titans. And you should be back by the time I'm done. If you if you hurry, if you hustle, you should be going right now while I'm while I'll hustle. Opportunity. I want to talk about this game too, though. Yeah, you're going to be back and you'll be able to talk about it. So come on, hurry up, hurry up, Benny, get get going. Okay, so Benny's grabbing another beer right now. Steelers Titans, the battle of the. Are they both undefeated right now? Yeah. Yeah, the battle of the undefeateds, uh, both five and zero too, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because they had the bye week. Yeah, this is the game making up for the COVID game. I put dot, dot, dot on my prediction here. The Steelers are one-and-a-half-point road favorites, 52-and-a-half over-under. I I don't know. I think both these teams are, are talented. I think, and I truly believe this, Ryan Tannehill is playing at a top-five quarterback level right now. They have a better run game. They don't have better receivers. And the defenses are... Mm, not i think the steelers edged them but it's not a total mismatch i was gonna take the the steelers here because i i just think the defense is better in a by a little by a little margin but i'm gonna pick the titans here and i think this is actually a huge litmus test we're gonna use that keyword here for the titans to win because if they win this game and derrick henry does what he did last week or a variation of that I do think that will vault the Titans to being either the favorite or the co-favorite to, to win the conference with the, with the chiefs. Woo. Uh, if the Steelers win, I don't know what that proves unless they totally uh, stifle uh, Tannehill and the, and the run game. And if that happens, that, that, that means that they're going to be for real too. And it's going to be hard to score against them, even if it's the chiefs. So I'm taking the Titans here. I believe wow. that, I, I, you, you missed it, Benny. I talked myself into it. That's I just, awesome. I think Tannehill's a top five quarterback right now. I really? think top, I can give you a list of quarterbacks and tell me if you'd rather have them. And yeah. you're going to get to about seven or eight. And then you're going to say, no, 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 no. So then it's arguable for the, 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 the other three. And then I think Derrick Henry is, is he's not human. He's literally an alien. Like he, you should not be that fast and be that big. Yeah. Should be, it shouldn't it shouldn't exist he is such a monster and uh i think that the defenses the steelers defense is better but it's not a total mismatch especially with devin bush out for the season that's a tough loss so i'm taking the titans i think this is going to be a great game and i am very excited to watch it I- i'm going to be watching the 49ers patriots mostly but i will have two screens and this will be on the other screen. I probably won't watch the Seahawks, Cardinals, or, or Jaguars, uh, Chargers, or Chiefs, Broncos. Sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 Steven. Sorry, Benny. I'm not going to be watching your favorite two teams. I think I obviously am going to watch the Patriots, and then I think this is the other marquee game. So, um, yeah. Benny, no, I, I I agree with that. Obviously, I will be watching the Seahawks, but um, this is the game I'm most uh, looking forward to watching. I feel like they're like obviously five and oh but they're like 
the most similar teams. You know what I mean? Like, uh, good, good, good defense. Um, you know, mostly, I would say a smash mouth style offense. Although Pittsburgh, um, with you know the emergence of Claypool and Juju, obviously has been good in the past. Uh, a little, little better at airing it out, but um, I don't know. I mean. I told you the Titans got the winning recipe, dude, and especially going uh, into the playoffs. Uh, obviously, that's a long ways away. As long as Derrick Henry stays healthy, I think that they have, and their their defense stays healthy, which is a given for any team, right? You got to be healthy uh, to win late in the season. Uh, I'm actually surprised that you're very high on Ryan Tannehill. Um, oh, he's been amazing. Yeah, he has. He has. It's uh, his stats are better than Mahomes this year. And that, yeah, that's what that's what makes them so dangerous now, right? Is like you just you expect them to just be Derrick Henry, you know, and then like a a a, de- a good defense, right? But no, uh, Tannehill, yeah, complete career revival. You know um, how much I hate. You know how much I hate running the ball. But I think if you can run the ball effectively, it opens up everything. And with Derrick Henry, you can do that. And what the play action opens up is wide open people all over the place for the Titans. And it's it's amazing to see so sorry for cutting you off but yeah no you're, you're fine no no i um i really like the titans i also i like the Steelers, but i i do think the titans are the better team uh they can just enforce their will on anybody um and i, I think that, that on the offensive side of the ball it's something the Steelers can't do but they're the only offense with derrick henry that i, I see imposing their will on another team you know so the chiefs that's a different kind of that's a different conversation with their offense but yeah no i like the titans a lot they're they're my favorite team besides the seahawks i think i already said that but so a little bit of a homer but no two weeks ago we all picked the bills did i no no did i pick the bills yeah we all did i just looked at it really Um, i bet on the titans though so that's that's a classic benny move (laughs) steven who do you have here You with us, Steve? We can't hear you. Yeah. Your lips are moving, but nothing's coming out. I think your AirPods might have died, my friend. Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. He's a mime. He's a mime, folks. He's, he's a mime right now. There's things happening. Okay, let's talk Tim Boyle. Hey, g- give us thing. give us uh, two shakes for no and one shake for yes. Yeah, just give us... Give, just give oh, wait, 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 wait. Two, two shakes for Titans, Steve, one shake for Steve, Steelers. Can you hear us? Two shakes? What's that equal? Did you pick the Steelers? Titans. Thumbs up for Steelers? Thumbs down for Titans. Thumbs down for Titans? Woo-hoo! Titans? He's picking the Titans. Okay. We're all three on the Titans can this week. Now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you already heard me. We we saw you. Yeah. Okay. You saw my movement. You heard We're all my on movement. the Titans this week. We're probably going to lose this, that means. Because usually for when real. we do that on, on a close game, we get it wrong. Okay, so let me ask you this before we move on. So if this whoever wins this, uh, you probably said this while I was grabbing a drink, but whoever wins this is this your uh, favorite for the one seed? No, my favorite for the one seed is probably for me. It is my favorite. Still, the Chiefs. Really? Okay. They have an easy schedule. They're not going to draw many games. Okay. Uh, next game, and I'm going to do my analysis. I'm going to go grab a beer. So speak your little heart off, Benny. We got Seahawks at Cardinals. 
the Cardinal or the Seahawks are three and a half point road favorites. The over under is 54 and a half or 55. Um, that means the implied total is Seahawks 29.25, Arizona 25.75. Now, I actually did a lot of research on this and I, I've looked in this game because I was I was going to bet the Cardinals. The Cardinals are averaging 27.7 points per game. That's 11th in the league. The Seahawks are 33.8. That's first. The points allowed per game, the Cardinals are giving up 18.7. So that's second. And the Seahawks are at 27 a game. That's 19th. Now, here's where I went against the Cardinals. The Are you going to grab a beer? I'm going to do it after I give my analysis, jackass. <laughs> You're going to be able to respond to this. Seattle is 30th in the league defending downfield pass attempts, allowing passers to complete 58.5%, 24 of 41. Kyler Murray, though, has completed only 30.6%, 11 of 36, 29th in the league. So I think that these teams is not a great match for the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals, everybody looks at this Cliff Kingsbury offense and thinks it's big play galore. It isn't that. It's more Dinkin and Duncan and Kyler Murray beating you with his legs. Now, I could, I, I do believe that DeAndre Hopkins will have a massive game because the Seahawks can't cover receivers to, to save their lives. But I don't think it's going to be doing the doing the streak, right? I don't think it's going to be a go route that beats him. I think he is he's if they play press, he'll beat you. But I don't think Kyler Murray is going to beat him deep or beat anybody deep. So um, I'm picking the Hawks here. That's a lot of analysis to say that I'm picking the favorite. But I looked into it. I did some research on this one because I think these division games are always either or. And if I can pick the Cardinals at uh, at uh, minus or plus three and a half, right, to where I get three and a half points, that might be a good bet. I think this game's going to be really close. And this line is not bad. Some people think this line is bad and it should be higher. The Cardinals won by by 28 points or whatever, when Kyler Murray completed nine passes, right? They can win running the ball. They can win with, uh, with good defense. They have a good defense. So I'm going to take the Seahawks here, but I would not be, I would not be surprised as you said, uh, when you yeah. pick, you picked the, 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 the Falcons or whatever, or the lions, I would not be surprised that the Cardinals win this game, not in a blowout fashion, but it's, it's typical Seahawks football, right? Every game comes they're they're like Philip Rivers, except of the good Philip Rivers, right? Every game comes down to the last possession and it typically turns out to be uh to go their way. And I think this game is gonna be no different. It'll be the same the same type of game. Good, mm-hmm. good, good. I'm I'm excited for this game too. There's the the afternoon. Last week they gave us two afternoon games. This week they gave us seven or six. Seven, I think they gave us seven. No, one sec. One, two, three, four, five. They gave us five, and three of them are really good and then the other one has the chief and then the fourth one it's chargers jags and the other one has the chiefs in it so Mahomes. so this is a this is a good good afternoon slate thank you nfl you're you're doing it right so okay benny i'm gonna go grab my beer okay i don't know what you're gonna say maybe you're gonna speak outlandish tell me your pick when i'm back yeah first thing i want to say is there might be some empty airwaves here because i'm not as good at pulling things out of my ass as sterling is Um, i'll help you but as as he, what he just said before he left about uh, the afternoon slate having more games, I love that because you know what I hate, Stephen, and morning games. agree or disagree with me is no, I don't mind. I like I like watching the morning games, obviously, but 
when there's like like set like six or something morning games or six or seven and then like there's like two games in the afternoon that pitch pisses me off you know i can't pay attention to eight games in the morning yeah well it's not even it's the morning the morning's awesome i'm like oh so much football but then the afternoon just stinks yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I have nothing to look forward to. I just finished my whole football day almost. Exactly. You get all your fix, like, boom, right away, and you're like, oh, there's, like, yeah. three more games today. Yeah, I'm a heroin addict. I wanted to – I want to last a while. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. I'm not a heroin addict, but I agree. Um, As a heroin addict, I, I want it I want it all day, baby. <laughs> he's joking, people. He's joking. I don't think he's actually a heroin addict, but um, – <laughs> I'm chasing the dragon 24-7. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on from that. Uh, Sterling, I haven't given my pick at all yet. Me and uh, Stephen are talking about heroin. I heard you. You guys were filibustering. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let me let's hear let my... let's hear your pick, yeah. So here's here's my thoughts on this game. Um, I'm gonna pick. Let me get this out of the way. I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. Okay. But let me tell you. Let me give you a little anecdote. Okay. Week 16 last week or last year. Um, I missed football games. I mean, I, I got to go to like two games, I think last year, maybe, or one, uh, this might've been the only one I might've been sad afterwards, but the Cardinals came to CenturyLink. Actually, I got to go to two. I got to go to the Niners and the Cardinals. That's besides the point, but uh, Cardinals came to town and I was like, Oh, Seahawks, this is in the bag. You know, the Cardinals absolutely blew them out. I think Kenyon Drake ran for like 200 yards or something. Who was your quarterback that game? Um, it was Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah. But oh, Jesus. let me tell you what, about two years before that, two years before that, uh, another week 17 or 16 at the very end of the season, they came to uh, Seattle and Carson Palmer was their quarterback. They lost in that game, too. It was a closer one. But so I've just seen this so many times where the Seahawks, this is a typical game. Seahawks should definitely they should definitely win. Right. It seems um, like a look ahead game. Exactly. Yeah, and you overlook a divisional opponent, boom, the Cardinals, all of a sudden the Cardinals are up 17. You're like, holy shit, what are we going to do, right? Um, but I'm not saying the, the go-to line. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals blew them out, okay? Because I would be surprised. I don't think the Seahawks will get blown out at all this year just because of offense. Um, good. offense. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to pick the Seahawks, but I'm scared. That's all i got to say. I'm scared. Off, last thing. I really – I haven't got to watch Kyler Murray much except for uh, against the Cowboys the other night. And, dude, he's fun to watch. He's he just – his scrambling ability is stupid. I think it's – I mean, it's like a different kind of style. It's like style of running from Lamar. Like, Lamar's like super smooth and stuff. And uh, Kyler Murray's just like jittery, like legs, freaking moving like, I don't know, the, the uh, road runner. But uh, it's – Kyler I mean, Murray reminds me of a kid running with scissors. Like it's he's un he's ungettable, right? Like every, yep. every don't run with scissors, but they can't catch the kid. Yeah, that's 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 a good uh that's a good little uh comparison right there. Yeah. No, Kyler Murray, super, super fun to watch. Uh yeah, I actually is. enjoyed watching him more than watching Lamar, honestly. Yeah, he he's he's amazing. I think he he's is. really good. I um, think he's the next kind of guy, like, you know, in a, a year or two where he ascends into the MVP. Well, people were talking about MVP stuff this year and I I actually said that I think in our preview podcast and it doesn't it's not it's not hit it's not going to hit. Like he doesn't have good enough stats, but you're right. He is he is going to be an elite quarterback, I think. 
Yep. And that that would probably get thrown around too much because it seems like every quarterback now that is is elite. That's that's good, but I think he's a, he's got potential to be an MVP guy. Uh, Steven, uh, I slated this as my upside game of the week. It's gonna be the Cardinals. Ooh, we all basically talked up the cards this whole time. So I mean, it's that it makes sense. For real. Sure. Um, next game we're gonna be very quick. That's a good pick, by the way, Steve. I, I I'm not against that at all. Uh, Jaguars Chargers. The the only thing I'm going to say here about either team is – or two – no, I'm going to say two things. Number one, I, I put the Jaguars on my blacklist. I said never bet them again. I bet them last week uh, to, to not lose by 16 or not to lose by – yeah, not 16. I had them, I think, plus 15 and a half. They lost by 16. Or if it was 16 and a half, they lost by 17. One of those others. They're done. I'm not betting on them again. I'm picking the Chargers. Here is – this is the other thing I wanted to say. Here is – the first starts or first games, first starts and games of um, of Herbert. He faced Mahomes and the Chiefs, the Panthers. That's not the, the great matchup. The Tom Brady led Bucks and the Drew Brees led Saints. So that's uh, probably three Hall of Famers, right? Unless Mahomes yeah. randomly says, "I don't want to play football anymore." Although I'd put him in because of the touchdowns he has. Uh, that's three Hall of Famers, and he's kept every game close. He lost. By three to the Chiefs, by five to the Panthers, by seven to the Bucks, but that game was close the whole time, and they had a 24-3 lead. And then by three to the Saints, where they should have won the game, but their kicker uh, fudged the the last second field goal. I think Herbert's easily been – not easily because I think Burrow's been really good, but Herbert has been so impressive. They're going to win this game. I, I think they can they can run away with this one. The minus eight is is pretty high but they actually look like a good football team. They don't have the record, but they are playing teams that we all think are good very closely. And sh- yeah. they, they should have, they should have beat the bucks. They should have beat the saints and they should have beat the chiefs. They kind of collapsed in all three games or had mistakes that happens, but they were the better team in all three of those games. So they are going to win this game and they're going to win it pretty handedly. I think. Yeah. I would moneyline parlay this all day long if 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 we do that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm uh I'm very confident in the Chargers um winning this week against the Jags. Um I agree with what you said about Herbert. Um definitely surprised. I mean, watching him play, I knew that I knew that he was athletic, I knew he had like the big arm. But I wasn't sure, you know, if he I didn't I wouldn't I wouldn't expect him to step into the NFL and, and produce right away like he has, you know. Um, and also I mean I when I was watching watching the game they talked about his uh his like demeanor. I remember when he was coming in the draft, they were like kinda like that Mariota demeanor, right? And mm-hmm. another Oregon guy, like that uh, soft spoken kinda uh, thing and I was like oh is this guy like is you know is he for real or is he just like a he's just a guy that runs fast and throws the ball far you know and like and doesn't really have it but like so far the, the guy's a competitor and um not to hate on Gardner Minshew or anything um I actually like him a lot but I just don't trust like Doug Marone and you know I'm Doug Moron now at this point yeah the Jaguars as a whole and I think uh I think the Chargers are a good team. They just, like you said, they've fallen short just 
Um, this is football, right? Good, good, good teams. teams have bad records sometimes. It, it's yeah. uh, the 16 games. This is why it's the best sport in the world. They yeah. have such a limited schedule. You lose two or three games in a row, you're at risk of not making the playoffs or you know being a bad team on record wise. Yeah. It, it's it's the beauty of the game. I love it. Yep. And here's here's the thing. I I like Anthony Lynn a lot, um, and I think he's with uh, Herbert. He's got his uh kind of his extension of his uh, you know, uh, his his tenure in uh, San or not San Diego in L.A. I with hope they don't Herbert. fire him. If no, they I have don't. I hope yeah, that, they don't either. Because I don't think he's. A, I do think that he's made some bad decisions as a coach there, but it's not. I don't. I don't think that it's all his fault. So yeah. he should. He, I don't know who they hired that's better than him. Is what I'll, is what I'll say. Unless unless it's Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy should. Who whenever the season's over should pick whichever job he wants, and he should be the. He shouldn't have to interview for any of them. Just. Yeah. Whatever job's open, call up the owner or the GM and say, "I'll take this job," and give him the give him the five year, uh, forty million or whatever is the the normal coach contract now. Because where would you like to see him? I mean, I don't I don't know. I I think you can anywhere that is a head coach of of, of the teams that have already fired their coach. I think Atlanta would be Atlanta be good spot. if they get the first pick because they should move on from Matt Ryan. Yeah. Uh, per, but uh, we, we this podcast is going pretty long. We couldn't discuss this uh, at a different one. Uh, Steve, who you got, Jags or Chargers? I think I've parlayed the Chargers every week. I'm going to keep it going. Let's get the Chargers. Keep it going. Okay, so by the way, I'm just going to do a do an added anecdote here. Uh, this is going to be a longer podcast because we still have Patriots. We still have Chiefs. We still have Bucks. We still have Bears and Rams, which is a great game. Wow. And then we have our bets. So this is going to be a longer podcast. So yep. for those listening, Brandon, uh, here you go. What's power? What's power? Shout out, Darian. Darian sent me, sent me a uh, Snapchat of whenever I said I would cut my leg off if I was Alex Smith. Yeah, he sent me that too. No, we, we have okay. We have a pretty loyal listening base. I'm, I'm just joking. Brandon, though, listens all the way through. Did you Venmo him a dollar, Steve? I never did for listening to the end thing. I'm gonna have to do that after this. Did, did he text it in the chat? Yeah, he said you guys owe me a dollar. Um, oh, I didn't. We see talked that. about Vinny because you didn't listen to last week. We talked about uh, soccer, uh, the Champions League. And by the way, our picks were pretty oh. short. Like I, I, I didn't watch much. I think we we did worse than like 50 percent on our picks. Yeah, we did pretty bad, and it's it's Hard. hard to do that bad. So no more soccer. Okay. 49ers at Patriots. The Patriots are one and a half point favorites, 45 and a half over under last week. The 49ers shocked the world when they, when they beat the Rams handedly, Benny, you picked them. I wasn't shocked. I think you were a little shocked. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you wouldn't be surprised if the Rams blew them out is what you probably, <laughs> probably what you said. Uh, the Patriots, on the other hand, played like absolute trash. This was the wor- this might have been the worst Patriots game. I- nope, sorry, scratch that. The worst Patriots game I ever saw was last year's Miami game in Week 17, when I watched that with my girlfriend's family on CBS, <laughs> and I was screaming internally so badly at some of the some of the, some of the stuff Brady was doing and how the all- defense was playing, and I couldn't do what I normally do, which is like throw stuff because I was yeah. at. Sarah, I was at my girlfriend's house watching with her dad, and her dad kept talking to me about about non football things, and I had to have a conversation with him when I'm furious at the game. But 
You were. Oh, I was so mad. I was so mad. We 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 hung out that night. You and I, Benny. Oh, was that when I drove up from Everett? No, no, no. This was this was when I was down in Lacey for Christmas. Oh, okay, okay. For the New Year. Uh, But anyways, here's the thing with this game: the 49ers surprised people by beating the Rams the way they did. The Broncos or the Patriots surprised people by by shitting the bed as much as they did. If the Patriots would have beat the Broncos, which they should have if the game went 10 more minutes without Drew Locke was trying to throw the game away, I don't think the line's this close. The 49ers are a fine football team, still banged up with a ton of injuries. The Patriots also had a ton of injuries, but their offensive line is going to be back. What they had last game was literally their left tackle was playing right guard. Their right tackle was was playing left guard. Or so, it was a variation of just you know Legos on the offensive line. They had no... Uh, continuity because of people being out with either being in proximity to someone with COVID or an injury, David Andrews and Shaq Mason are going to be back. And that's either the first, second or third best center and probably the best, the best left guard or, yeah. or, or one of the best in football. So I think this is going to be a different Patriots team. I think cam was rusty. I think the Patriots are going to win this game. And again, I've never picked against the Patriots on this podcast and I never will. I don't think. Uh, until until they're actually bad. This is the first time they've been under 500 through at this point in the season, which it's week seven. Uh, they're they're two and three. This is the first time they've been under 500 since 2002 at this point. And I can't remember this. St- oh, I do. I kind of remember the stat. They since 2000 or it's 2001 or something. I don't know. It's an arbitrary date. Since that, whenever Brady started, they've only been under 500 for 13 weeks. In 20 years, wow. the next closest team I think is the Steelers, and it's something like 67 weeks. So that's a testament to their greatness. And I don't think it lasts. I don't think they're going to be an under 500 team for long. I'm picking them to win this game. I think Cam has a pretty good bounce back, and the 49ers are not a bad team. It's just that they're so wrecked with injuries, and I, I, I don't, I don't like Jimmy anymore. Honestly, I hate to say it. Mm. He. The, the analytics and the metrics just say he's not a good quarterback. He doesn't throw downfield much yeah. and he has a high interception rate, which those two things, if those two things are what's going on, it might be time to move on. And he did not, he has not looked good this season. He looked bad a couple games last season to where then you're like, it's, it's Shanahan's offense, which is what's doing it, which I think it is it's similar to McVay. So I got the Patriots win this game. I think Garoppolo is going to have a rough night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can definitely. That was a long, but sorry, that was a really long answer. Uh, I, I'll try to, I'll try to reserve those for, for so only. I, no, Patriots. Talking about the Patriots. That, that's cool. That's good. That's your, that's your favorite team. You know a lot about them. Um, that's good. Uh, but I can, I can, uh, I can, I can see everything you're saying. Definitely. Like with you picking the Patriots, there's definitely, uh, I mean, they're the favorites, right. Um, uh, but you know, I, going into the season, was confident in the Niners. I know Super Bowl hangover, they're having one. But so far, they're, with injuries and Super Bowl hangover, they're still clawing. They're scratching and clawing. Uh, I think that what's going to be really important for them is, I don't know when Richard Sherman's supposed to come back. Um, And now Raheem Mostert's out for a little while. Uh, Tevin Coleman's still out. Um... I think really though what we've seen is like anybody that plays running back for them is going to have success because Kyle Shanahan's offense is is awesome. But um, 
I, I definitely saw them beating the Rams uh, last week because I haven't been a big believer in the Rams. Uh, when the game started, I actually made a joke. I'm like, over under 60 screen passes this game, which really that's what the game was, was the Rams wide, wide receiver uh, wide receiver flies and screen passes. And same thing with the Niners. It was, it was like two offenses with like the same kind of plays, but just a little bit uh, different dressing, right? Like their formations are a little different. Um, oh, I love watching the 49ers and Rams. Yeah, it's, dude, it's, it's so, so it's such it's amazing. Yeah. This is how every team should do it. It's insane yeah. that teams still don't there are teams in the NFL that don't do um that don't do um what's it called? They don't do shifts or anything. Yeah. They don't put people in motion. If they're, you're not putting motions are an art, dude. It, yeah. It is an art. Like you'll you'll see them freaking uh, a receiver um who's off the ball out wide like come motion across the formation and then motion back for like an option uh and, and kingsbury's kind of doing this too when i was watching the cardinals but anyways that, that's besides the point um i got the niners i believe in them uh watching the patriots offense uh i'm not very confident in their ability to score points always confident in bill belichick in that defense but it comes uh, back to the reason it comes back to the reason Tom Brady left, right? They have no, they have very bad weapons, and yeah. that's not going to change this season, I don't think, unless a player like Julio or Odell goes on the market to where they can get him for a good deal. I, I think Julio's salary is huge, so I don't know if they'd even try for him. But Odell is is a little less, and if that happens, maybe that opens up the offense more. But I mean, the reason I was excited for Cam was because I think that they were going to be a run first team and actually do it successfully. It's hard to do when your offensive line's not playing in its position. So, is he is he still your uh, franchise guy or? No, I think he is. I I mean, it depends on draft trades, things like that. Now, if they can get one of those three guys that I always talk about, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, or Trevor Lawrence, yeah, I'd, I'd be very happy if that happened. But I like Cam. I think that I think that he he said a quote at the end of the game or at not at the, in the press conference where he's all, "I don't point fingers, I point thumbs," which means he's like pointing at himself right to it's a stupid quote but he point is like i i take accountability accountability and i think he actually likes this team i think the team likes him and he's not bad he had a bad game and i think um steve and i talked about this it's not easy to take a week off or two weeks off basically as an athlete doing nothing because when you're in when you're in quarantine he's not working out and running and stuff he's probably doing what i assume that the the doctors say and just sitting on the couch he might be watching film and stuff but that's different than actually he's rusty it's he was rusty so um i still like cam and we just lost benny so steven uh uh i was hoping benny was gonna pick the patriots but um i got the i got the 49ers um like we were talking about one podcast with the Chargers and the, not the Chargers, but the Rams and the 49ers, you can plug and play any running back you want. So I don't really care about them being injured. Um, so I'm going to pick the 49ers and hopefully we can get Benny back on here in a bit. He said he's right now. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, I, I like the 49ers in this game. Okay. I think they're being a little too, a little too generous to the Patriots in Vegas. It's respect to Belichick. Um, the, the next game, and when Benny, Benny should be back soon. 
I know who's picking here. So if he doesn't want to give it his analysis, will will Brandon really care? I'm just kidding. I always think about Brandon because I know he listens to it all, which thank you so much, Brandon. You're going to get Venmo again. <laughs> um, I, re- I just sent him his dollar. Chiefs, Broncos, Broncos, Broncos are nine and a half point underdogs at home. I have the Chiefs. Here's the thing. Uh, the Chiefs won last week when Drew Locke looked like shit and they couldn't put the ball in the end zone. And I don't, they they will score more this game. I'm, I'm confident because the chiefs defense is not good either, but are they going to beat the chiefs? The answer is no. I, I, I don't know a pathway to where they can. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to pick the chiefs too. Uh, I want to pick the Broncos. I'm going to become like you with the Patriots, but this is one game where I, I it's hard to pick the Broncos in these games. I mean, Nobody thought the, 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 uh, I had a teaser last week with the Broncos in it and it was, I had two, both sides. I had Patriots pick them Broncos plus 20. Now they were 10 point underdogs. That means. And I mean, after the second quarter, I kind of knew that this game was not going to be a good game for the Pats because they just look bad, but it was, yeah. it was, uh, I don't know if I like I don't like Drew Locke. I don't like Drew Locke, man. I do not think he's the answer there. Yeah, I wish I hope we lose more games. It's just gonna be hard to get this first pick because there's so many there's so many bad teams. And we're gonna beat we're gonna beat mediocre teams. And it's gonna be stupid and we're gonna get like I the fifteen pick or something. That's a problem. There's there's a couple yeah. teams in the league that are too good to be bad. And at yeah. some point you had to take the gaze route. Yeah. Or the <laughs> Yeah, which sucks. Which makes no sense because most of our defense and offensive line is all injured, and we somehow still won that game. And it was like, why? Exactly. Why did we do that? Exactly. Hey, is the filibuster over? Yeah, we finished filibustering. You took the Chiefs, right? Yep, I took the Chiefs. All right, let's move. Let's okay. move to the next game. Bucks Raiders. Uh, Sunday Night Football. Tom Brady time. Uh, the Bucks are three-point favorites, 53-and-a-half over-under. This game was pulled from my betting website, which uh, sucks because I hadn't betted yet. Wow. Uh, the Raiders lost all five of their starting linemen with either COVID or contact to COVID. They're probably going to be back if they test negative. Uh, this game should be postponed, as, as every game that is in this situation should be. But the NFL yep. is not going to do that, I don't think. That's why it was pulled because they think it might be. The Bucks, if, th- if that scenario happens and they have no starting offensive linemen, should be favored by probably 13, if not more. Uh, yeah uh so i understand why i was pulled i'm an idiot i should have betted right when i saw it because i uh true and they went by more than three but i was like they're definitely going to go up here's my bucks ramble the bucks are the best team in the nfc and i think last week i said this to steven and i said this to both of you i picked the bucks i bet on the bucks and i i said this i'm pretty sure that their only downfall is the mental mistakes. They had, I think, only one penalty or no penalties against the Packers team, which maybe the refs let them play. But I truly was was nervous that Aaron Rodgers would do that. Turn 19! Turn 19! And, and, people, and everybody would jump, right? All, all yeah. of the defensive line would jump because <laughs> they're so undisciplined. But they were disciplined last week. And if they play disciplined, there's not a team in the NFC that can beat them. Because that defense, especially the front seven, is a top five front seven. It probably is higher than that. The secondary has guys on it that are really good ball hawks. And then 
the offense is Tom Brady, who is still a genius at the position, and he's got a really good deep ball this year. You have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Gronk, who looked like he was a Patriots Gronkowski last game. <laughs> and Ronald Jones is a good running back. Yeah. He's he's got 300 yard games over the last three every game these last three games and and the offensive line is holding up as long as they don't get, commit holding penalties that much they're they're gonna be I don't know they're not gonna be favored every game the rest of the year but I can see them if they play at that level they're not losing again uh, they it, last game they went down 10-0 and. That pick six flipped all momentum. And I don't want to buy in so much to one game, but they destroyed Rodgers. And Rodgers was playing the best he's played since he won his last MVP like six years ago. I really like this Bucks team. And I I mean, I said that they're going to make the Super Bowl. I think I picked them to win. Uh, I picked Brady for an MVP. I don't think that's going to happen. But the Brady is not washed up. And he, he looks good every week besides when we... T- Question him for his senality when he hold, held up the four on the on the on the, the Bears game, but they should they should have won mm. that Bears game if the refs didn't intervene. And if that was the case, they'd be five and one. They're four and two. They're going to make the playoffs barring any significant injury. And I I like this team. I, I I'm thinking of making a futures bet for them to win the Super Bowl at plus nine hundred. I, yeah. I really, I really think that this is the best team in the NFC. It's they've played a hard schedule too so far, and they've looked good Plans yeah dude i wow I, I was i was actually really looking forward to talking about the bucks um i am actually on board now and it's like for me it's it's just the uh the mentality and like the swag that uh uh brady brings to everybody else Brady, it's not like brady gives confidence to everybody else brady breathes confidence to everybody everybody on that team they were already they were already a talented team, right? And and then now you have the the goat as your quarterback. You know you can do it, right? And, and he's not gonna Brady's not gonna lose you games like like Jameis Winston did. And you're the defense is legit. Devin White, Levante David, uh, two stud linebackers. The 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 secondary has some good young players. Antoine Winfield Jr. Murphy Bunting, Jamel Dean, uh, and in the the front, the the pass rush is great. Yeah, uh, Shaq Barrett's Paul. amazing. And Shaq, Shaq Barrett, Barrett is great. Yeah, Shaq and Barrett. Sue and Adamakin Sue. And Adamakin Sue, yeah. Vita Vea getting hurt sucks. That was a huge loss. But it looks like yeah. uh, I forget the guy that came in for him. He played a great game against, against uh, uh, Rakeem Nunez Roches. Yep, that was him. Yep, he used to be on the Chiefs, and I I, I mean I thought he was pretty good with the Chiefs. Um, but and they no, also dude. just traded. They also just traded for a guy off the Jets. Uh, a vet. He's 34. He's a veteran. They traded a six-round pick for him. Uh, okay. Can't remember the guy's name, but he was like the leader of the Jets locker room, which is just hilarious because the Jets. <laughs> it's the Jets. Like he was. What, like, was he a uh, defensive tackle? Yeah. Was it McClendon by chance? Yeah, or? yeah, I think it was. It was okay. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I'm really, I'm really uh, jumping on the bandwagon now. Uh, Brady's. Brady's got the uh, weapons he needs. He has a he has a veteran coach that I feel like, um, you know, will. will j- <laughs> I mean, they're not very uh, disciplined, but he won't fuck it up, right? You know, it's no, not I like Bruce Arians. 
my, my thing with Brady is you're right. He instills confidence in everybody and they're yes. expected. And I know that all the pundits and people were not saying the Bucks would win the Super Bowl, but what do you think the actual expectation for Brady is? He's not going here to say, I want to get a wild card spot and get bounced yeah. in the second round. They want to, he wants to win rings. He wants to do yes. The only reason he left the Patriots is because he wants to have his final years being able to put up good stats with a good team and win. And it's, I'd say this, the first week he looked pretty rusty and bad. It was his first week with a new team and he's progressed to be better every week. Pretty much. Yeah. The, he didn't look great in the bears game, but the only way you're beating this team is if you're going to be able to, if, if the team makes mental mistakes on the offensive and defensive side with penalties, and if the opposing team's defense is able to get to Brady within two seconds, and there's not many defenses in the NFL that can do that on a regular basis. Yeah. So I agree right there with you. I'm I'm all in on the Bucks team. I'm thinking about putting the futures bet on them because you should. It's uh, it's looking really good for them. Yep. Uh, you're taking the Bucks. Yes, I'm taking the Bucks for sure. Steve, all aboard the hype train. I'm all aboard now. Ooh. All of the Bucks. See, this is the great Stop thing. My, my Tom Brady jersey is gonna be here either tomorrow or the next day. I ordered it the day it came out. And uh, yeah, I jumped on the bandwagon. Tom Brady, like I always say, I'm naming my first my first son Brady Tom Redke. Okay, this is uh this is this is my my legitimate uh idol figure to me, and I love what he's doing. I almost I I didn't do this, but I almost I, you see in my background, it's an autographed Tom Brady jersey. They yep. fanatic signed a deal with Brady, and it's uh. It, he signed stuff for them now. He announced it today. There's an autographed Bucks jersey, frame jersey, twenty two hundred bucks. I almost bought it today. I didn't do it, but I I, I had the finger on the on the trigger to click because I was like, why not? Why not just get a second one? Now that sounds like I'm a fucking rich douche, but I'm not. It's just I was like, I love Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And if he wins with the Bucks, I mean, the good argument's closed for me forever. I will no matter what, even if, even if Mahomes wins eight championships, I'll argue Brady yeah. because I will. But it's it's gonna be it's it's I want him to win again at forty three. It's just out of this world. So, um, yeah. no, um, th- this is this is the if he goes and wins the Super Bowl this year, it, it's hands down greatest athlete of all time. Great, yeah, I agree, and I think he already should be because he's the greatest team team sports player ever. But um, I get other arguments. But if he does this here on a team that hasn't made the playoffs in t- almost twenty years. Yeah. And, they, and they do something like that now that's really that's really a flash forward but i i think this bucks team is, is is really good okay final game of the week and then we're gonna do betting bears at rams rams are six point favorite seems a little high they're playing the five and one bears uh 46 over under i don't like this bears team at all steven on the lost pod that you didn't listen to said he's picking the bears yeah so we don't need his analysis on this unless he wants to lie to the viewer listeners everybody already bet the bears off your after of you steve um i i think the rams team is still really good i think they had a, a hiccup against an in-division opponent that they looked ahead against honestly i think they were looking ahead to this game really I, like, I do not like nick Foles still i don't like this bears team i i think they are the worst five and one team ever which is you know that's not there there's a lot of great five and one teams so that's not that's not dissing them or anything uh, mm-hmm. I, I just think the Rams are going to win. I think McVay's offense, similar to Shanahan's offense, is is so fun to watch. 
And I don't know if Matt Nagy and that team has a, has a, has a good stop. It's going to, I think the 46 is actually a good number. That's a pretty low over under in the league this year. I'd be surprised if a team puts up over 30. So maybe if anything, I'd, I'd tease the tease the under up to 56. And I think that definitely hits betting wise, but I'm taking the Rams here. Okay. Good pick. Uh, I can, uh, I mean, I think the Rams are a good team. I just don't maybe being a wild card team uh, potentially, but I just, they just don't wow me at all. And I think it's just because golf, honestly, I just don't think golf's that uh, great of a court, kind of similar to Jimmy G. Like how we talked about their offenses. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I mean, that's not to say that Nick Foles is amazing either. Um, I mean, I didn't watch much of last game, but the game against I, the Bucks, Nick Foles sucked, and I can't believe they won yeah. that game. But okay, sorry. I, I, I mean, I'm tempted to pick the Bears, um, but I, I think for the sake of this, I would, I would be more confident in picking the Rams. I, so I'm going to pick the Rams. But I would say the the odds that I saw on that money line, uh, I believe the Bears, uh, at least when I looked at it earlier in the week, was like plus two hundred something. Mm-hmm. Um, I very, I mean, I actually put that in a couple parlays to sweeten some some stuff because I could definitely see that. I mean, they're they're five and one, and I mean, might have played some pretty bad teams along the way, but they also have a win against a team that we just basically, Locked you know, over. exactly. So. <laughs> Um, I mean, it, it, the verdict's out on them for me. Um, we'll, we'll see. I think uh, when they when they get into the playoffs, uh, I'm not going to pick them. But uh, I, at this point, I, I'm. I think they'll make make it to the playoffs. Which I mean, I, I don't think you would say the same. Uh, no, I think the Bears make the playoffs. Five and one's hard to not make it. Yeah, it's hard. But, not I mean, they're not. They're not going to win their division. I don't think. Well, remember they also added the additional playoff team. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. So that that that's that's why I thought that the 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 Rams might get in. You know, I think both do. I mean, what it, it's. I, I think, think we're looking at two wild card teams right here. If the Bears win this game and they go to six and one, they are definitely making the playoffs. Correct. Yeah, this, six this, and one. This it's it's almost impossible test. not to. Well, I said that about the. I said that a, a couple games above. Uh, <laughs> Couple of missed tests this week. Steven, you still have the Bears. I have the Bears, and Kyle Fuller is the best cornerback in the league. And Stephon Gilmore is not close. Of all time. Thank you for muting yourself so you can't re- re- refute that. Uh, Gilmore is the best corner. And I'd probably say Ramsey's second. I mean, if you want Fuller in that discussion, you can have the second and third in here. Although I do think that there's arguments for a few other people. Okay. So we're done making picks. This was a fun week of picks. Fun week. Yeah. Uh, our our parlays. Are we all ready to do bets? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. me, per, I'm gonna I'm go. First. I'll go first. Stephen will go second, and then Benny, you can go. Or Benny, yeah, Stephen can go second. Benny, you can go third, and then we're gonna do all our 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 podcast wide parlay. So my my bets this week is when I can bet on the Bucks, I'm betting on them money line. They're spread. They're over. Probably all of that. And I might actually, I might actually do some player props with that. I think they're going to blow out the Raiders this week. And maybe this is, a, maybe I'm an idiot here, but that's what I believe. So okay, 
I have a money line parlay here. I'm not teasing this week. I will tease, but I'm not right now from what I got. Bills, Packers, Chiefs, 100 gets you 116. You add the Eagles, it gets you 187. You add the Chargers and the Eagles, it gets you 240. I'm thinking that I do 100 on the Bills, Packers, Chiefs, 116. 80 on the Bills, Packers, Eagles, plus 187. And then 50 on the Bills, Packers, Chiefs, Eagles, Chargers, plus 240. Uh, That secures me good bets in the short term because I do not think that there's a route where the Bills, Packers, or Chiefs lose. But it also lets me win a lot more money if the other teams win. So I'm basically hedging against myself with that. Or I could just do $100 or $300 on the Bills, Packers, Chiefs, Eagles, Chargers. Now, do I feel confident that Eagles out of those four teams? Probably not. So I'm not going to bet that type of money on it, but that's my parlay. uh, And then I'm also going to be betting on the, I'm going to put money on, I think I'm going to put it on the Cardinals plus three and a half. I think so. Haven't decided that. I'm going to probably put money on the Packers plus three and a half for sure. For sure on that one or minus three and a half, sorry. And uh, I'm going to bet on the bills just because they, they're going to be included in everything. Oh, I already put that in. The yeah. So, okay. Steven, what are your bets? Yeah. So I kind of did two parlays last time. So here's a 14 parlay. We're going to go Seahawks chargers over in the giants Eagles game and the under and the jets bills game over in giants Eagles under. In jets yeah. Eagles, that's plus, uh, uh, it's plus a uh, 401. Ooh, 400, four, four to one odds. I like it. Yeah. I like okay. That. And I did a 17 parlay. Didn't hit this week. So that means we need to, we need to bump it up. We're going to do a 10 team parlay. Oh my God. 10 team. We're going to do, we're going to do. Good luck. Okay. One sec. Let's, let's, let's have science. Steven, let's hear your 10 team parlay. All right. 10 team parlay. Chargers, Chiefs, 49ers, Seahawks. Bills, Cowboys, Browns, Eagles, Rams, Falcons. Don't like that parlay. Although I think I picked all those teams. <laughs> if I go, if I get, if, it, I get, if I get ten wins this week, and those are the ten, uh, good for me. Yeah, uh, and then I just bet uh, the Bills to cover at eleven and a half, I believe. Ooh, two I and half. The down. Two points early. Congratulations, Benny. Okay, so I got. I'm just going to save everybody some time. I got a lot of, a lot of parlays in here. Uh, I'm just going to give a Let's couple teams. No, no, I'm just going to give some teams that I have included in these parlays, all different combinations, but I'll say I'll, I'll put them in tiers. Okay. The, I'll give four favorites and four underdogs and the two favorites that I'm most confident in bills and chiefs. And that's in there a lot. Um, the two favorites that I'm, Still confident enough to bet, but less confident are the Seahawks and Packers. And then as far as underdogs go, two underdogs that I am confident in are the 49ers and Titans. And then another two underdogs that I'm less confident in, but that have favorable odds that are are juicy and I think worth taking a chance on are the Bears and the Panthers. Um, So the Rams and the Saints. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> here's the thing. I'll I'll throw a bone and, uh, see what happens. Okay. No, I, I like all, I like all, our... 
Okay, and then the final thing we're gonna do is our do we do a parlay or a tease? Or are you gonna parlay or a tease? I do we do we for sure wanna win money? I'd say we do a tease. For sure win money. That's that's a foreign language to me. Okay. <laughs> let's do it. All right, let's do a tease. Actually, let's do a actually, tease let, this week. Let's 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 do parlay so it's simpler for the listeners to understand. How okay, about that? fine. Parlay, fine, we'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Can I throw the MLB in there, a World Series game? <laughs> no, no. okay. it's all it's all football it's all football okay so i do, do do you guys have your your leg ready for this i my legs ready yours is ready benny what is yeah, I, uh, no, I, <laughs> I feel like you guys are you gonna do locks or are you gonna be spicy with it because i'm gonna be spicy with it well give us yours it doesn't matter we're all betting on it niners yeah, money line on. well i'm not betting on it then i'm not betting against the bats but okay Niners money line. Steve, what do you have? Actually, I'll bet, bet on it. All right. Uh, do yours and then. Do you not have yours spicy, ready? Boys. Um, I'm, I, Benny was making it seem like it needs to be spicy now. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. I just want to say before we start this, when I looked at these lines previously, the Titans were underdogs. Now the Steelers are underdogs. Yeah, they've moved to favorite since we started the pod. We have been doing too long of a podcast for the line to move that much. Yeah. Too long of a podcast. But okay, we all have the Titans. Okay, you have the 49ers money line. What do you have, Steve? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go um, I'm gonna go the over in the Giants-Eagles game. Easy money But at there. 43. At 43. Oh, wait, whoa. But... Down, okay. Not teasing it down. You're bending it down. You get worse odds. Okay. And I have, I have Packers minus three and a half. And so okay. that, right. if you bet a hundred on it, you get plus 556 on that right there. All right. And that's our league wide parlay of the week. Okay. San Francisco 49ers money line plus 105. Giants Eagles over 43 minus 150. Green Bay Packers three and a half minus that's almost that's almost plus 500. It's plus 556. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did the math wrong in my head. That's spicy. And so, um, we're gonna bet that. What's a spicy parlay? I'm I'm locking it. What? How much are you doing, Sarah? I'll do 100 on that. You do 100? Yeah, I do 100 on all of them. <laughs> Look, okay, honestly, I let me tell you what, boys. I got 16 pending wagers on here. Just put 20 on it. You'll win uh, 100 bucks. 16 pending wagers? Why are you betting like this so early before the uh, before <laughs> analysis on how you should bet? Because I'm, uh, I'm a maniac. And, and he's not listening. Benny, put twenty on our thing. You'll win ninety nine dollars and sixty five cents if it hits. Okay, bada boom, bada bing. There we go. Okay, that's a good well, bet. I think that's actually a good bet. I think it's a good bet. Okay, I like that. Well, that is our episode for today. It's a long one. I have drank too many beers doing this episode. Now I have to edit the episode, which is terrible because I'm, I'm I'm a little turned. So I have to listen back to it and make sure it doesn't sound shitty. So for the next two hours, I'm going to be oh, listening. Oh, it sounds horrible. Talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about that. 
I think it was a good episode. But no, uh, I think so too. if you're still listening to this and you and you text me, you're getting a dollar. How about that? Yeah, you get another <laughs> dollar, Brandon. Actually, Brandon, I want you to tell me what was the like third to last game we did. Oh, yeah, don't fast forward to the end. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Tell me, yeah, tell me who I picked in the. Yeah, tell me who I picked in the 49ers Patriots game without skipping. Mm hmm. How about that? Okay. Well, now you well, can now just go look for that. Now he's going to look for it. I believe <laughs> Brandon. All right. If anybody else named, messages us about this, color. if any single other person messages us about this, about the uh, about watching to this point and giving our parlay or our Patriots 49ers pick or anything like that, you'll get a dollar. How about that? Boom. I turned, I turned, I switched the color. Whatever color you thought was the LED lights in my background for the entire podcast, I'll send you ten dollars if you guess correctly. How about that? That's a good yeah, that's a good bet. Because it's not video recorded, so you gotta guess the color. And I'll tell you this, I'll give a hint. It's not green. It is not green. So now now they have it, less colors. It, color. it actually isn't green. So yeah, it, yeah, it isn't green. So okay. Thank you, boys. Another episode in the books. Benny, I hope you get a better computer because your computer's trash. And I guess you 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 bricked your dad's computer so you're on your phone now but, uh, <laughs> he's just breaking computers left and breaking right computers left and right what the hell's yeah. going on with you benny are you a caveman uh <laughs> thank you thank you both this is a good episode it's a long one so uh we'll talk we'll talk sunday night how about that